Billy, wake up, wake up, you fool! Came a voice from the darkness. The young sparrow startled, flapped his wings, and twitched his head every which way in an attempt to appear as if he was, and always had been, awake. I wasn't sleeping, Henry, he slurred at his companion. Twas thinking, that's all, thinking. You were snoring, said Henry, whose stern, stubby beak poked out of the hooded shawl that covered his head. If Papa Fox finds out that either of us has been sleeping on our watch, he'll have our flight feathers clipped, and we'll be grounded for the season, slaving in his kitchen for the rest of our lives, mark my word. The two sparrows were perched high in the tangle of vines that surrounded Briarlock, a poor farming village sitting near the banks of a nameless, thinly frozen pond in the middle of Paxwood Forest, which sprawled across the northern reaches of Thrushia. Briarlock was home to sixty or more sparrows, and as it was the middle of the night, most of them were sound asleep in their homes, while a few stalwart sentries, including Billy and Henry, kept a watchful eye out for intruders. The two sparrows ruffled their feathers against the cold night. Though it was early spring, winter seemed determined to linger about and play cruel pranks on the season, dusting new blossoms with snow and glazing the soil with a crust of ice that foiled the farmers' attempts to till their fields. The long winter had depleted much of the sparrows' stores, and food was dangerously scarce everywhere. These harsh conditions made for desperate times that turned even decent, honest birds into thieves. Lately, it seemed as if the forest, if not the entire colony, was swarming with all manner of thieves, bandits, migrants, and other ne'er-do-wells, such as crows, who thought nothing of plundering the stores of Thrushian villages. The Thrushian army was supposed to provide soldiers to protect their village. Lord knows they paid for it in the grain that they were forced to give the government after each harvest. Half of what they produced was shipped off to the capital every autumn, leaving the sparrows with barely enough food to make it through the winter. However, the residents of Briarlock had not seen a Thrushian soldier or official for five months since the day their grain was shipped away. Since then, It seemed that the Thrushians were more interested in protecting their own stores rather than those of the poor farmers. With no assistance from the government, the sparrows had no choice but to defend themselves as best they could. The sparrows stored their grain in an area named the Silo, a large dome-shaped cave of briars that formed a nearly impenetrable shelter from wind and rain. It was so well protected that it was considered to be the safest area of the village, which was why younger, less experienced birds were chosen to sit watch there. It was considered a rite of passage, a step toward adulthood. Henry and Billy were the best of friends, and were especially pleased to be assigned to guard the silo together. They thought it would be good fun to stay up all night, eat breakfast before everyone else was awake, and then be able to sleep away most of the day. Henry had warned Billy to get as much sleep as he could the day prior to their watch, but Billy paid him no mind and spent most of the afternoon practicing his sword and switching techniques. Now in the middle of the night, he was paying the price, and it wasn't long before he was once again dozing off to sleep. Billy, you're snoring again. Was not, said Billy. You most certainly were, said Henry. I was pretending to snore, said Billy indignantly, to fool them prowlers.
Oh, yeah, brilliant, said Henry. You'd fool them, all right. You sounded like a snarling fisher cat. Snork! Billy joined in. <laughs> Snork! And the two birds laughed till the cold squelched their humor. Crikes, it's cold, cried Billy, ruffling his feathers. I tell you, I almost wish a prowler would come along so I could warm myself by giving him a taste of my switch. Why don't you practice then? That'll warm you up enough, said Henry, fluffing up his feathers and pulling his hood tight. Switching was a form of self-defense, involving a great deal of acrobatics with a staff or spear. The technique favored speed over strength and was very effective in fighting larger, slower creatures than themselves. Sparrows were required to learn how to use a switch soon after they were fledged, and it was common to see young sparrows practicing their...